everybody. Uh, we are live, and you have stumbled upon Xbox Ultimate Podcast, and this is episode number 24. I want to thank everybody for watching and tuning in this week. It's going to be a fun show. Uh, first off, I want to uh, give a quick programming note. Uh, last week, we did not get the uh, podcast up on the audio platforms for you audio listeners because you, uh, we were having internet difficulties, and so the audio just became, turned out really choppy, and it, it's kind of indecipherable to even figure out what we're talking about. So uh, moving on from that, uh, we are going to be having some awesome topics with lots of um, fun Star Wars, Indiana Jones things to talk about. We also have, uh, for the first time, a all-panel member podcast. Uh, this is... The full team is assembled. We have a starting five. Yes. Not I you see four, right? I know you see four right now. But we have a starting five. Now this starting five is the fifth member is a surprise. And I'm going to, if that's okay with you, babe, introduce uh this member first. You good Absolutely. with that? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Okay. All right. So the fifth member of this podcast, new we just drafted her. She's she let me know that she actually wanted to be a part of this team, and now we're complete. And I am humbled and super happy. So everybody, please welcome Assassin Lupa. Woo! Yay! And Lupa, you are in Yay! in live, and uh, we just announced you uh, first uh, on on the podcast, and also. Um, we appreciate you wanting to be here. So I don't know if you want to say hi to everybody. Hi, everyone. So <laughs> pleased to be here. I'm really honored. Thank you very much. That's so polite. Okay. <laughs> so yay, Lupa. I, we're so happy again that you agreed to do this. Also, everybody, uh, because she has uh, slapped me and told me that I need to introduce her first, even though she just gave me permission not to this time because there's another lady on the scene. Um, first in my heart, and also first, uh, so second to be announced, is my wife, my beautiful wife, Caitlin. Hello, baby, how are you doing? Hi, guys, doing good. And then, um, <laughs> three, three Bits cameras froze, and I think we can hear him, but um, I don't know what's going on yeah. over there. Oh, uh, it is froze. But um, we're going to make a special introduction here. Um, so everybody, please turn your attention to the screen. <laughs> one sec, one second, three bit. You're not here yet. You're arriving. Is that is that who's around the corner? Who's that pulling in? Somebody's showing up. <laughs> Somebody's. Is that? Wait a second. Who's that? Uh, 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 is that? It's three bit. There he is. Yes. Hey, welcome, welcome <laughs> aboard, Choo Choo. Uh, glad you could, uh, glad you Choo Choo choose us to uh, be with us every week. Uh, super, this is an inside joke, guys. I don't know if you know what we're talking about, but I don't care. It's funny for us. So, uh, thank, thank you, Three Bit, for uh, agreeing to uh, again be with us every week. Uh, how are you doing, dude? I am <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah um i I just been running around today but uh 
yeah, I'm ready to get to some of these topics. And um, yeah, this is a Yeah, cool, man. I think you need to reset or something. <laughs> You sound like a robot right now. Maybe disconnect from Discord and then, and then hop back in. Uh, I'll I'll pull you back in. Or, uh, I, don't, I don't know. Again, you got a little bit of an internet hiccup right there. I'm not sure, but we're glad to have you if you can still hear. Train me. has thrown him off. The train, <laughs> the train has thrown him building. off. Period. <laughs> and it's weird. I'm still getting static from him, even though he's not even in the room anymore. Um. Hey, Pong. What's going on, dude? Thank you for uh, this is your second week as a panel member. What? We announced you last week. Um, super happy that you're here, man. Yeah, absolutely. You see this cheesy smile on my face? Yeah. It's not only Friday. Not only do we introduce Lupa as a permanent panel, panel member, but everybody seems to be off vacation. The news is, uh, starting to hit again. And it seems like, uh, we've got a lot of stuff coming in, uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. And, uh, I'm happy to be here as always, guys. I'm hanging out with some great people. We just added another great person. We've got incredible people in the chat. Let's go. Yes, we do. We have some amazing people in the chat. I see a lot of familiar faces. All of you people are awesome, and you make what we do here gratifying. Um, do, I, do I sound super better? Gracious. You sound or... more like a human being now. Okay. <laughs> so that's good. Um, I think something happened to you on the train on your way in. And uh, maybe you, maybe you ran out of batteries. I don't know. Um, super yeah. glad you're here. Do you want to say hello again, just so we can under, actually understand what you said? Yeah, I was. Uh, I remember what I said. But uh, I, um, congratulations, Lupa. Welcome to the, the Ultimate Podcast. Good to be with you on here. And uh, yeah, I've been good. I've just been running around a lot today, and and uh, I'm ready to get into some of these fun topics. Uh, there's a lot to talk about, so. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great show. Awesome. So, babe, hey, do you want to kick us off with this fun speculation of the week? Sure. I don't know how you would normally say this, but I'll just um I'll just read it how you have it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what else could Lucasfilm Games have planned? Okay. Yeah. So we need to go around here. Uh, Lucasfilm Games and out. They, I it's kind of awkward, right? What's going on here? Because EA had the Star Wars license. Now Lucasfilm Games kind of pops up and saying that they're in partnerships working with Machine Games and Bethesda making a game, and then also they have Massive Entertainment, and we know about an Indiana Jones game now, uh, and we also know about a new Star Wars game. We're gonna get to those games in a little bit, but. The other little tidbit that was in there in their announcement, if you actually read the website, is that they have lots of other things planned. And that intrigued me. So they have more plans than just these two studios. Uh, we should go around and have some fun speculation about this. What What do you guys think is planned here? Uh, we start with like 3-bit, I guess. Let's do that. Um, um, well, hopefully... Hold on, three bit. You're my robot. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. C3PO. We'll start with Pong here. Uh, well, let's take a look. So, when we talk about Lucas, 
uh, films, we're not just talking about, I mean, we're talking about Disney at this point, right? So Disney finally has decided that they are sitting on a gold mine and they obviously got sick and tired of watching EA not do anything with that gold mine. Uh, so I think what they're going to look to do is try to get back to the days of yore when they used to let a lot of different studios uh, actually make games like Star Wars, right? We, we could almost count on a Star Wars game or two almost every year. Uh, plus, you got Indiana Jones. Obviously, they've opened that up as well. Uh, so I think that the heads at Disney finally said, enough's enough, EA. You guys had your chance. Didn't work out. We're going to go ahead and let some other people try. Uh, and so... Obviously, you know, the sky's the limit. Uh, the Star Wars universe, unfortunately, Disney, in my opinion, made the mistake of going back and saying that all the old history is no longer canon. Uh, they wiped the slate clean. Um, and so they lost a lot of the potential. And obviously, going forward, it's going to depend on what they actually have as a roadmap and where they want to go uh, you know, forward, and then you throw in kind of the turmoil at the top right now uh, that uh, Star Wars, uh, especially the, the Star Wars section of Disney has. Um, you know, who's going to be in charge? Who's calling the shots? Is Kennedy still calling the shots? Is she out? Um, you know, obviously, there's been rumors that Feige might take over. Uh, you've got Filoni, uh, who a lot of people want to take, who want to be running the ship. Um, and so, they got to figure that all out. Um, but once they do and they get a roadmap of where they want Star Wars to go, um, I think, you know, again, uh, the sky's the limit because the Star Wars uh, franchise is a moneymaker. And people have shown in the past that they are willing to buy uh, video games that come out based upon that franchise. So I'm looking forward to it. I just want them to figure out exactly where they want to go with it. Right on. It's a question. Do you? I. How does? So, how does Lucasfilm? Because Luke, when people think Lucasfilm, they think Star Wars and Indiana Jones, right? Is there anything else that they could have in store, being Lucasfilm games now that they're 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 a subsidy of Disney, right? So, um, could Lucasfilm games have access to the all the Disney franchises, or is it just Star Wars and Indiana Jones? That's a good question. Obviously, you gotta ch we're going to have to wait and see. Um, I think they're going to try to probably keep it separate just yeah. because the Star Wars itself is so big. I think, you know, is it possible? Sure. I mean, obviously, if they do a good job with Star Wars and let's say Indiana Jones is a success, it's possible that they go ahead and give them some of the Disney franchises and say, hey, go find some studios to make some stuff, uh, you know, with all of this, you know, Mickey Mouse or, you know, whatever you name it. Um, go ahead and find some studios and then see if that actually uh, translates into something good. Um, I think it's a possibility. I think for right now, they're just going to let them handle Indiana Jones and Star Wars, which is really the only two I can think of the top of my head. Lucas doesn't have too many IPs. So I think they'll let them see what they do with that, see how they pick the studios. And if those studios are successful, then maybe that'll give them a little bit more trust to give them some of the other Disney, uh, Disney IPs and see where it goes. Right on. Uh, what do you think, Lupa? Do you, what do you think we could get potentially from Lucas uh, film and collaborations besides just this one Star Wars game and Indiana Jones? Well, I don't know what my friend Pong's waffling on about. 
It's just the Mandalorian, isn't it? Come on. Hey. <laughs> that You know, I, that's the hottest Star Wars thing right now, right? So if they want to capitalize right. on excitement, you know, that would make sense. That's where they're going to go. they got to go there. I mean, it's everybody's, you know, favorite Star Wars thing at the moment. So Star Trekkie Wars thing. Star Trekkie Wars thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Star Trekkie Wars My thing. husband would kick my ass if he was here right now saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Who different franchises? Yeah. Like, you know you that know Star I'm... Trekkie Wars thing? I think they're going to do something with that. You know? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, no, it's in I space. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's it. Mandalorian. Yeah. I, I agree with you there, though, Lupa. You 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 with us three bit? Am I? Yeah, I you know. are. You're good, man. What do you, what what are your thoughts, dude? Um, so hopefully they go back to something like Star Wars thirteen thirteen. Uh, I think that was what it was called, where uh, it was like the story of Boba Fett, and it, it seems like they could explore more side stories now. Uh now that EA doesn't have the license, because how long have they had the license and only made like three or four games? So yeah. now that uh, other other um, publishers and developers have the license now or are making these deals with, with uh, Disney, I could just see... I could just see them taking more chances with uh, different lore throughout Star Wars. Um like before, if you think about it, we had like Force Awakens and the old older Battlefronts, which was way better in my opinion, in terms of uh, what they offered in terms of content. And I, I just want to see more of that. Uh, I want to see more variety, and I think we'll be definitely getting that with uh, a lot more developers trying it out. Um, but yeah, <laughs> what Lupo was saying, I would love to see Mandalorian. I could uh, see Ubisoft doing that for sure, especially with their little hint uh, saying this is the way <laughs> on uh, Twitter. So, yeah, I, I could see uh, basically developers doing what they do best. And, and uh, like, Ubisoft is very good at open world games. So I could see them doing, you know, open world Star Wars and, and uh, maybe um, something with... Uh, Obsidian, that's what it was called. Obsidian, um, maybe doing Kodor three or or uh, something to that extent. That'll be that'd be awesome. There's a, there's a lot of potential uh, in terms of what is possible now that uh, the license is opened up. So we'll see. Absolutely, yeah. And there's if you go back to Lucasfilm Games and Lucas Arts, there's a lot of licenses there. Right, uh, that go even more than just Star Wars and Indiana Jones. Um, Lucas Arts used to make a lot of different games, um, adv- adventure games. Uh, you know, so it's really kind of interesting history there. So there's a lot of different IPs that maybe they could even bring back or uh, start anew with new IPs because they weren't afraid of doing that before. Um, there's interesting thoughts there that could be had, but you know, like I think. As far as what you guys are saying, like I think they're going to probably kind of stick to the script and kind of come out with more Star Wars stuff. And um, I, I would anticipate the Mandalorian somehow being involved, right? Um, in my my mind goes to like you know Wild West style Mandalorian game, open world, 
you know, you're on a planet, you got missions to do, you know, you got your speeder, you, you're riding around, you know, kind of, um, it sounds like it, that, that could be a dream game for me. Um, Mandalorian, it just seems like it's built for a game. So, um, I think Lupa, you hit, you hit the nail on the head there, but we'll see what else they got planned and who knows who would be making it. That's the most intriguing thing for me. It's not, it's not just, Hey, what games could they make? But I mean, they're, they're reaching out to really good developers and, and different publishers for these things. So, you know, machine games and massive entertainment uh, are no slouches, right? Uh, they have capabilities to do great things. Um, so maybe uh, that would be a good segue to our, 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 our next topic, baby, if you want to read that out. Next topic is Indiana Jones by Machine Games. Yes. Indiana Jones. Now, we don't know exactly what the game's going to be called. So, but uh, Machine Games, right? Uh, you guys know them from Wolfenstein, uh, the new Wolfenstein games, not the originals. Um, you know them. Um, some of them, the founders of Machine Games, come from another studio called Starbreeze. Now, they also made uh, a cult classic fan favorite, uh, Riddick, Escape from Butcher Bay, um, as well as some other uh, games. I think they may have been involved with the darkness or somehow. I'm not sure about that, but uh, I got to look into, into that more. Uh, however, uh, Starbreeze, excellent developer. Uh, the Several guys left, formed Machine Games, and uh, they are, have been the ones working on the Wolfenstein franchise. And they are the ones that are now going to be making an Indiana Jones game. So what is this game going to be? How big is it going to be? Is it, we know that uh, Todd Howard is involved as an executive producer. We, we know that um, the, uh, it's going to be an original story. They said that as well. Um, but that's all we, re- we really know of the game uh, right now, besides Machine Games is involved. So, uh, hey, hey, Lupa, do you got any thoughts on Indiana Jones? Are you an Indiana Jones fan, first off? Yeah, not bad. Get with the other half. Quite good. Um, I do know it's set in Rome. So that'll be cool. Wonder what they're going to do in there. Oh, there's lots of pyramids and things. <laughs> <laughs> did they say did they say that i missed that yeah it's in the in the write-up by uh anyway i found it online it's going to be cool. set in rome and um i think it's going to be pretty cool i'm excited for it i think it's going to be a good a good action third person action adventure maybe i'd quite like to see that and um i'm thinking it's going to get a lot of hype behind it um, yeah, I think it's going to be pretty cool. I do know it's set in Rome, and I do know that um, Todd's working on it, so I hope it's not another Fallout 76. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and Machine Games, I think, is is known for making those kind of like singular experiences, right? Nothing like games of service, no, nothing like it, more story-driven point a to point b you know kind of style um so we'll, we'll we don't know nazi killing. they like nazi killing yeah there was actually like a listing that somebody i saw i, I didn't click on it um i'm bad at actually doing research and 
and, and trying to be serious about this. <laughs> but there, there was like a, I saw a tweet that somebody said there was a job listing that actually alluded to it possibly being a first person. I I don't know anything about that. Uh, did, did any of you guys catch that today? No, I didn't. I hear you saying something 3-bit. No, I didn't see it. Okay. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay. <laughs> no, I didn't see anything on it. Yeah, there was a... Uh, so, yeah, Justin Y in the chat says, you saw that tweet, that was a job listing for Wolfenstein 3. Okay. Cool. Well, that settles it. Justin Y uh, settled the score there. Um, that gives me more hope, because Indiana Jones' first person might be a little strange. You know? I, I don't know. Um, what, what do you think we're going to get from this game 3-bit while your mic's working? <laughs> I know, right? Um... <laughs> Uh well I I I'd be interested if 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 it if it is first person. Um I don't want it to be first person, but I know machine games, you know, they're they're known for making not Nazi killing first person games. Uh but it if if I was given a license like Indiana Jones, I would want to use the resources of my company to really uh just sort of go all out and and try something different. Because they're at the end of the day, they are game developers, and they're capable of more than just what they're normally doing, uh, which is first person. They're yeah. very much capable of that. Um, yeah, I, I think the from what I've read about the game, I, I I've seen um, someone comment on some video about it about the timeline of the game, and I think it's in between the two old movies of Raiders, The Lost Ark, and the uh, Whatever the one is after the Indian games, I'm interested in if like the Avengers sort of thing <laughs> with the face because you know they're not going to have Harrison Ford's yeah uh, face most likely, um, so they're probably going to you know have a likeness sort of like Harrison Ford but its own thing. Uh, a couple of interesting things that are going to happen with that game. Um, is it going to be first person? Is it if it is third person? Um, you know, uh, are they going to hire a lot more people so they're more experienced within machine games, uh, or is there already people there? You know, there's a, there's a lot of interesting questions that come with Indiana Jones. Um, but I am along for the ride. I've, I've always been a fan of indiana jones growing up and uh, i remember <laughs> seeing the ride in like disney world uh <laughs> they had the uh the actor of indiana jones i always remember that as a kid that that was universal um, studio yeah, i remember seeing that it was universal studios uh which is it? yeah it's pretty much i mean okay they, maybe it was it, pretty much disney world anyway it's like right next door right but uh yeah, I remember seeing that also. They had all the explosions everywhere and stuff. Um, yeah, and you like dodge the the huge yeah. ball thing. That was awesome. So I would like to see uh, what they think Indiana Jones is and what their interpretation of the franchise is. Like, uh, pretty much, is it very similar to Uncharted in certain ways of the gunplay and um, him discovering the artifacts? Like, what makes Indiana Jones Indiana Jones? And I think machine games are really going to dive into that character and um, how they can turn that into gameplay elements, essentially. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. Yeah. So I don't know if you guys can see the screen, but I have a neighbor or something that keeps trying to connect to my TV with Bluetooth. 
<laughs> yeah, I keep getting a, I keep getting a pair request on my TV back there. I'm like, what the heck is what the heck is that? No, I don't want I don't want Anwar to connect to my TV. Uh, anyway, that's weird. <laughs> okay, uh, uh, do you, do you have any thoughts on uh, Indiana Jones, babe? Uh, what you'd like to see from a game in that franchise? Um, I sure fucking don't. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, Ish uh, said he thinks Ryan Reynolds should be Indiana Jones, and I support that. Yeah, I I, I could see that. Um, he's see he's got that. a little bit of the same sense of humor. What what about you, Pong? Uh, do, uh, so this is my question for you, Pong. Do you think Ryan Reynolds should play Indiana Jones, or who who do you think if Harrison if they can't get the man? To, to do it himself. Who who should it be? And secondly, uh, what movie, like if they were to take inspiration from a movie, which one would it be? Okay, uh, no. Ryan Reynolds should not play. He, he shouldn't have voice. He should not play Indiana Jones, right? So we are now in 2021. <laughs> That's basically on Right. And I understand what we're basing it on. However, we are now in 2021. We have the technology to go ahead and mocap Harrison Ford and obviously make him younger uh, again. Okay, that's not a problem. We also have the technology to take his voice and bring him back 20 years, right? So 30 years, whatever it's going to take at this point. So no, I say we still go with Indiana Jones as in, or I should say Harrison as Indiana Jones and make it right. So if they're going to do it as an older version, you got to keep, you got to keep it that way uh, for me. And again, this is a huge Indiana Jones talk and obviously grew up with them. This is my era. I want the old Indiana Jones. So that's it. Um, as far as where they're going to take, uh, you know, what, what, which one of the movies they should probably look at. I say go back all the way to the original and, and go with Raiders of Lost Ark. Okay. If you're going to do this. Now, the funny part, or the not the funny part, but actually what I've been thinking about is if they're going to do this, right, and they've got machine games. Now, we don't know what engine they're going to use. We don't know any of that, but maybe they're using Todd Howard's new engine. This is Todd Howard's pet project, right? Supposedly, he made the pitch to get this done. So I say 100% they got to go third person. I want to see Indiana Jones. I want to, you know, I want to see all the whip. I want to see the guns. I want to see the hat. I want to see all of it. I don't want to be first person, right? Now, with machine games handling it, obviously, they are well known for a much more compact, linear, story-driven, not open worlds, per se. I was thinking about this. If you're going to do this, and this is Todd Howard's pet project, and he's got all this other stuff going on, would Indiana Jones not make sense as one of the Could you not do this? Would this not be the perfect opportunity to make an episodic-type game? where we get a new locale, a new story every one to two years once yeah. they make the first one and yeah. they bring it up that way. I think that would be fantastic. A new adventure. I just want to see puzzles. I want to see puzzle solving. I want to see some action. We've got to have the comedy writing uh, and all of that. But I think it would be perfect to have him bounce around the world in an episodic type, smaller, 
more linear. It doesn't have to be straight up linear, but more linear type game where you are solving problems. You're going up against the bad guys, but you're always looking for the next clue. You're always trying to find the next spot, um, you know, that you need to go and then have it end as he, you know, just like the other movies did and, you know, have it end and then give a little teaser as to where you're going to be off to next when they come out with the next one. That's what I was thinking about. Yeah, that sounds like a good pitch. Maybe we should get you into the pitch room. And hey, you know, (laughs) quick, quick to mention this also. Uh, Hey, for a lot of you, I've seen this man before, but this is a Pong Soul face reveal for many of you. And hey, (laughs) maybe you could be Indiana Jones. He's got about about no. the, about the right age. You got a good sense of humor. You kind of look like him a little cool. bit. You know? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I'm not that cool at all. Just like Doctor Jones. Um, <laughs> now, so for for me, I, I kind of agree agree with you there. I didn't ever think about you know the the shorter experience, kind of like what you're saying, the smaller experience, bringing out in in uh, kind of like hey hey, there's this adventure then. Two years later, this adventure, then two years later, this adventure, kind of like a double A, almost triple A type game experience, right? Uh, that could be really cool. Um, I I also want it to be third person because I want to see I want to see it. You know, I want to see everything now. For as far as who should play Harrison Ford, you know, I I want them to be able to go back to the the younger Indiana Jones, right? And I just I think at this age, he might have a hard time portraying that. Right, uh, character to us. Well, I believe he's doing it one more time in the movie. In the movies, he is, but he's going to be old, old AF in the movie, yeah, and yeah. they're not going to. He's not going to be young Indiana Jones running around doing the stunts and, oh. and all that he's stuff. Like it just yeah, I mean, he's he now. Yeah. This is a guy. He is a superhero in himself. I mean, this guy's crashes planes and walks away and like goes on talk shows the next night, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I remember I was talking to somebody when I was playing the Indiana Jones game on uh, on stream the other day, the, the Xbox one, Emperor's Tomb, um, which is also, man, that, that game holds up. So I I advise any of you to check that game out, actually, especially if you have a Series X, because it was running like butter. It's fun to play. It looked good. Um, but the uh, guy, there's a movie called Age of Adeline. And... Uh, yes. Now in that movie, there's a guy that plays a plays a young, uh, supposed to be young Harrison Ford in that movie, and a dude, it's like it's him, you know. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't remember the name of the actor, uh, but it was him. I mean, the the way he acted, the, the voice, the the facial mannerisms, everything. Uh, he nailed, he nailed it, and I, that's who I had wanted them to cast for uh, the solo movie when they had uh, actually done that and they, and they cast somebody else. And I thought he ended up doing a, a really good job in that movie himself. But this age of Adeline guy, like that for any, for any body looking for a young Harrison Ford, just go and that's it. Cast that guy for everything and just replace Harrison Ford with him from now on. Hey, Harrison Ford, you're retired. We found the new you. He's going to be you from now on. Han Solo, Star Wars, Indiana uh, and Indiana Jones. That's the guy now. Uh, that that's what I would do if I were them. But uh, anyway, uh, and I was thinking Temple of Doom style. Bring it a little dark and a little gritty, a little horrifying. You know, and make make you make you feel like somebody's gonna rip the heart out of your chest. You know, um, yeah, have like a a dungeon to have to escape where you're you're sneaking around and stuff like that. 
anyway, it, it could be cool. Now, Lupus says it's going to be in Rome. So that's a really cool setting. And I, and I get like, when I think of that, I get like Da Vinci Code vibes, right? And, and stuff like that, you know, trying to solve puzzles that have to deal with the history of the world and stuff, which is what Indiana Jones is about. Indiana Jones movies always kind of delve into kind of like um, real history as well as it goes into the supernatural, you know? So uh, it, it should be good. And it's awesome to see, again, the guy that inspired Uncharted, that inspired Tomb Raider, the franchise that inspired these adventure games and other movies to to actually uh, get its uh, sh- light shined on it with a big-time developer, not one of these licensed games from back in the day. But th- there's going to be money and investment put behind this. Uh, they They got a good team behind it. And that's the most exciting thing. Not the fact that they're making an Indiana Jones game. The fact that it it's who's making the Indiana Jones game um, and who who's involved with it because that it matters just as much, right? Um, so moving on, because we got some other cool news this week, the very next day. And what's that topic, baby? That is Star Wars by Massive Entertainment. Another one. And the who saw this coming? Okay, so the first was it? I don't remember what day it was. Was it Tuesday? I think it was. Right, we got the Indiana Jones thing. Who saw coming the very next day? Another announcement like that. We got a new Star Wars game, um, made by Massive Entertainment. They said open world with an original. I think it said original story or something in there or story. No, it said story based open world game. It didn't say original story. It said story based open world game. So the fact that they didn't specify original story in the Star Wars universe, like they had specified original story for Indiana Jones, got me thinking this is going to be something we've already know about. And like Lupa, like you said, you know what when we ask what other what other things could be in the works you know maybe this is the mandalorian um you know maybe this is um what uh, three bit was talking about the 1313 right maybe it's something we already know about that they know has hype behind it and it, people are excited about it, but they're they're reinvesting in it and bringing it back to life uh so we'll go around what do you think lupa you there lupa yep i'm here just lagged out a bit. Oh, okay. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm thinking the same as you. I'm thinking, or the same as what I thought. Maybe going down the Mandalorian. Maybe going right the way back to what's it called? Star Wars. The thirteen. Or yeah, yeah the um, oh, what's the one that was out really, really long ago? Uh, oh, I've forgotten uh, the name. Either Knights of the Old Republic or uh... that's it. Knights of the Old Republic okay. type thing. Yeah. But like obviously more tech, more up to date. They can do much better special effects and stuff now. But um um yeah, I don't know what they're gonna do, but it sounds exciting because um I think Jedi Fallen Order has got that sort of area wrapped up, but I'd be much more interested to see, say, you know, a like a, a Mandalorian type figure or a Bubba Fett or somebody like that and focus on them or maybe even focus like not on the main characters, but more on some smaller characters that could have the limelight for a bit. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. That's always opportunity, you know, to expand the universe, tell more stories, right? So, mm-hmm. um, hey, Pong, what, what's uh, what's your what's your thoughts, man? What do you think? Uh, what can we expect from massive entertainment? Uh, the makers of the Division games to do with Star well, Wars. Well, you're talking to a Division fan, so obviously we'll start there. Snowdrop Engine is uh, one of my favorite engines, especially when it comes to environments, right? So when I look at environments, I love to see detail, um, and I love to see, um, obviously, that that clarity that you get when you're walking through in an environment, and you can pick out objects, and you can pick out different areas, and the Division with the Snowdrop Engine is still one of my favorite-looking games, People can argue about what the best-looking games are, etc. That's still, for me, walking through the city, with the snow falling, the street, you know, half, half-lit half streets with fires going on and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely beautiful, right? So I'm already expecting a gorgeous-looking world uh, that we're going to be walking into. Uh, next, obviously, online capabilities, play with your friends, Etc. Right. So even if this game starts out as a man, let's say let's say it is something like the Mandalorian, and let's say they're going to give us control of, um, you know, let's say they're going to give us control of somebody who's going to hop into a world, a Mandalorian. Let's just say just for giggles, and you're going to do missions, and you're going to you know be seeking out and and trying to find bounties or and, and you know searching search and destroy or whatever the case may be, whatever kind of missions you're on. Obviously, I believe they're probably going to bring in the ability to drop in, drop out with your friends, right? So how cool would it be uh, to be in a world and all of a sudden, you know, you're at this point, you're at kind of a a choke point battle or whatever the case may be, and you're kind of outnumbered and, you know, a couple of your friends can drop in and help you out with that battle, kind of like Gears or whatever the case. Um, I think it's going to be incredible. Um, I look forward to it because I do have, you know, the divisions could have been much better and they did screw up some things um, that caused the base to lose interest and to, it wasn't the success that it should have been. I'm excited to see what they do with the star Wars license and obviously build a new world around that license. And I can't wait to see what the snowdrop engine looks like um, with star Wars settings. I think it's going to be beautiful, you know, blasters, lightsabers, whatever they're going to bring in, it's going to look gorgeous. Yeah. Okay, it could be awesome. Uh, 3-Bit, what do you think, man? What, what do we got coming? Like, what, Tell me what Massive Entertainment is going to do with Star Wars. Well, Pong made some good points there, some, some stuff I wasn't even thinking about. Um, but essentially, I know they're going to... Well, they, they chose this developer for a reason, right? Um, they, that developer is really good at multiplayer, uh, getting in with your friends, like Pong was saying. And I know if they're going to make a bounty hunter type game, they're going to want to differentiate it from Battlefront because Battlefront is that you get to pick, you know, different characters from the Star Wars universe uh, and and they're going to want to make it different. So how would they make it different? Well, maybe having four bounty hunters taking bounty, uh, like, um, and why they chose that developer because within ubisoft there's different developers different uh uh different teams and if if 
if they wanted that team specifically, it's probably for a reason. <laughs> it's probably because they have that experience already with the division. And um, yeah, so I could totally see them doing a game sort of like division, but within the Star Wars universe. And the only thing I could really think of is some type of bounty hunter game. Um, I, I don't really see a Jedi game, but who, who knows? Maybe they might go that route and, and totally um, try something new. Because again, if I had the license for Star Wars, I wouldn't limit myself to <laughs> whatever my, my team's capabilities are. That's like that's something that has a lot of potential for your team. Um, that is Star Wars, right? So a lot of people are going to into that just for the name alone. Um, so we could try and predict like uh, that it's going to have a four people team because of because of the division, but having that license comes with a lot. <laughs> it comes with you experimenting it comes with a lot of different stuff um but with that being said i do think they chose that team for a reason and it's probably because of what they do in the division so yeah good good points pong <laughs> so, <laughs> thanks for backing me up three bit yep yep <laughs> so i got kind of like an idea that would be i i mean this is as far-fetched but you know would you first off would you guys consider the division to be a story-based game because there, there's a story there, but it's also kind of yes. like games of yeah. service. So that what? Okay, so here's my thought. Y- y'all can all tell me if you think I'm crazy. How about the Mandalore? Not the Mandalorian. The Mandalore. The game takes place on Mandalore. Ooh, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah. Before it's destroyed, <laughs> going back to the times of the old Republic. Uh, you have you can create your own Mandalorian character. You can uh, uh, go and do missions to get your own Beskar um, and all that stuff, right? Uh, get your own bounty hunter. You can do missions and, and all this stuff. And you're taking on the Jedi, right? Back uh, their mortal enemies back on their home planet, the Mandalore. You get to see the Mandalore in all of its glory before um, the Mandalorian people are are destroyed. Anyway, and you could you could live out that battle, and that be a part of the story. That that would be like what I would want. Um, that I think that could be pretty epic, and that would drive a lot of hype. So this is my pitch: make that happen because that would be sick. <laughs> that would be freaking sick. I'm I intrigued. Do- I'm intrigued. Yeah. All right, man. Let's, let's make it happen. <laughs> do you have any thoughts about uh, what your you turn. want from Star Wars, babe? Nope. <laughs> Do you want to? <laughs> so I think this is a good time to go to our surprise topic. What do you think? Oh man. Okay. Oh. So as um, you guys I'm, know, I'm we scared. do this. We do this every week. Um, we kind of surprise the guys with the topic, and you have to kill one. You have to kill one of these um, beloved things. Now, um, when you're deciding to kill this, it's erasing it from history. It never existed. You don't think it deserves to exist among its peers. Um, so in honor of our new panel member, uh, and guest, uh, the, the choices here today are going to be kill one. Uh, and I think, you know, where I'm going with this Lupa, because, uh, this is your four favorite franchises. (laughs) Assassin's Creed. Fable. Zelda. And Borderlands. (laughs) 
<laughs> so you guys have to choose to kill one of these franchises uh, off the face of the planet. Um, it deserves to never have been made. Uh, we'll start with three bit. Hey, ma'am, I gotta go. Ma'am, I gotta go. You gotta go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is gonna be rough. This hey, is my, gonna my be rough. Me. So uh, uh, I gotta, I gotta go take out my dog. Um, so, so okay. <laughs> no, I'm no, just kidding. Um, all right. What, what were the options? Tell me again. Uh, Lupa, you want to tell them the options? <laughs> your mic's on mute by the way never <laughs> no I think she doesn't want to talk yeah I don't <laughs> <laughs> I love it <laughs> she's, she's crying right now this is amazing. Oh, you evil man. I knew you asked me that damn question for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, um, you, you, I, you were a little heartbroken last week when um, Pong killed off Zelda and erased it from history. Mm-hmm. So. Hey, it maybe it's going to be a double whammy. It could be gone again. We're going to find out. But first, is first this three bit? Um, he was asking, "What are the mm. franchises, Lupa? Do you remember what your favorite four franchises are that he has to eliminate one?" Assassin's Creed, Zelda, mm-hmm. Fable, and Borderlands. Breaker Heart three bit. Which one doesn't exist anymore? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going. Alright, I'm I'm gonna kill off Borderlands. He's always savage. He just like kill he just like doesn't give an explanation. He's just like <laughs> I'm gonna kill off Borderlands. Yeah, I'm just gonna kill off Borderlands. <laughs> I, it, uh, it's it's hard cause cause I really like the Telltale uh Borderlands story and I, I I'm just starting to now play Borderlands three, so I guess now I can't play it anymore. But um I can't kill off Assassin's Creed. Uh, have too much, too much, too close to it, and the the other ones I, I can't kill off. I gotta I kill, gotta kill off Borderlands. So, uh, hey. I'm interested in what you guys are thinking. Hey, babe, uh, you're next to break her heart. Oh, I would pick Borderlands, and I have don't know why. <laughs> hey, I thought good. that would have been the one you loved because it's a first person shooter. I've yeah. never. I don't think I've ever played it. Yeah, we should play. Like that's four play. That's we could play fun. it. I'm not very good at Borderlands. It's it's when you when it. you hop back into it, it's kind of like, wait, what am I doing? Like, uh, but when you get into it and you play it a lot, it becomes a lot of fun. All right, Pong. I'm sorry, I'm having technical issues. I can't hear you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he doesn't want any more uh, Lupa DMs uh, because he was probably actually, blown up. Actually, the chat's no, wait, 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 wait. The chat's actually helping me out. If you look in the chat, there's actually a bunch of people who agree with me. So wow, true colors are coming. It's the same as last, <laughs> the, my answer is the same as last week. The wow. one that I personally no hate. I just don't need in my life is Zelda. That's it. So, but it's just me. Pong one. There's much more to put. No, no. Avish agreed. Shizno agreed. Paul agreed. So, 
I got more than one backing oh me up here. God. But again, no hate. No hate. <laughs> I don't hate oh, Zelda. Okay. He was on my side when we played Halo. He's on my side. Lupa. <laughs> All right, okay. Lupa, what you feeling? Lupa, you got to kill one. Uh, this is the moment. I I can't kill Zelda. It's one of it's one of the first franchises that I ever got into. I cannot kill Zelda. I won't kill Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creed definitely not. Um, yeah, that's your. It's all in the out. name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just I've be Lupa. <laughs> yeah, I've played that since number one. Uh, Faber, I'm excited for. I was devastated when they they shelved um, Fable Legends, but Lions Gate's not running it anymore. Lions Head, sorry. Um, I hope Playground do a good job. I'm thinking it won't take that much of a hit. I think it's going to be Borderlands. Oof. So I'm Borderlands no longer out. exists to Lupa. And I, I have to apologize. I was trying to torment you, and I hope I succeeded at least a little bit. Yeah, um, I don't want to get any rid of any of them. But that, that's a, that's a fair choice. choice. Now, if you're so, this is tough for me because I love this franchise. However, if I'm to actually say like what I've enjoyed the most playing in in my lifetime, and what I um could live the most without. It's gonna be Assassin's Creed. Ooh. Wow! Oh my now. God, that was a short turn on yeah. your podcast, wasn't it? <laughs> See ya. All right. Now, here's, hear me out. I I love the old Assassin's Creed. I I liked Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed Two, Assassin's Creed Three, um, Assassin's Creed Four, Black Flag, even. But once they started getting away, and it became a, a different franchise where it's not really Assassin's Creed anymore. It's more or less just like hop around to different time periods and play a character and they try and make it fit into this storyline somehow. That's when it lost me. Uh, I still like the games. I mean, I actually love the games, but to me, they're not Assassin's Creed games anymore as much as they were back then. <laughs> so the franchise, because it has lost its way with its identity, it is already dead. It's it's gone from it's You're gone from shit history. On in the chat right now. I know I am sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get shit on in the chat right now. <laughs> now, if it hadn't changed the way it was, it wouldn't be a franchise anymore. It would have died. You would have never known it existed in the first place. It would be a little hole in your heart. That's but, actually possible, Lupa. <laughs> yeah, it, she, no, she's right. And, and I, 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 like I said, I, I love Assassin's Creed and I like Valhalla a lot. I, I, um Origins, Assassin's Creed Origins is actually one of my favorite Assassin's Creed games. Awesome. Um Odyssey, I kind of like got into, got out of, got it, I restarted it as Cassandra and because I didn't like Alexios, I thought he was kind of like a, a really annoying to, to listen to when you're playing. Um I I really like Valhalla. <laughs> I think Valhalla is a great game, but I Still, if you if I'm comparing it based on what I enjoy playing most out of those franchises, I would I would say I've had more fun playing those other games at different times than I've ever had playing Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Uh, okay, so guys, don't hate me for that. I'm sorry, um, <laughs> but it had to be done. 
Lupa. Wait, wait, wait. Lupa, I expect at least a day of hate towards Mav now. The same that you gave me. Same energy, Lupa. Same and energy. You. Watch out, basically. Yeah. No, no. Mine's all done no, now. No, it's not. <laughs> when you wait, I'll come when you don't even know I'm around. <laughs> uh, um, so... I was just bloody mean, Mav, actually. Yeah. I, I, it, it was partly Kate's idea. So you can blame her. Was it? I don't know. I'm just trying to put some blame on somebody else right now. You I, were like, I have an idea. And then yeah. you messaged. We were, we were getting Starbucks, I think. And I was like, ooh, I'm going to uh, put in the chat, like, what the favorite four games are. And then I'm, and they're not going to know. I, they're going to think something's up. But I'm just going to pick Lupa's. And, <laughs> and so I only asked all of you guys just so I could pick hers without her getting on. I her knew, catching on. I knew that funny. was happening. How dare you try and drag me down with you? Yeah. It's all right, Caitlin. I did believe him anyway. Bullshitter. <laughs> well, let's ride on to the next train here, guys. Um... Yeah, quickly. Um, <laughs> all right, babe. You want to you wanna read the, what, the, the next topic? The Moving next on topic from this uh, savagery. Is Cyberpunk Roadmap for patches and content, whatever the that means <laughs> okay so i saw uh three bit make a tweet about this and it's actually the first time i saw it and i he said not gonna lie disappointed about this oh, yeah. so, so i you know we'll start with him now i'll explain real quick so cyberpunk uh 2077 uh the developers uh issued a another one of the yellow statements <laughs> That they that kind of destroys them uh, once a month. It seems like they kind of do something that destroys them with one of these uh, yellow uh, news release news releases. Uh, they got to stop that. Uh, whoever whoever keeps doing these is like they lost the plot. I think um, it's not helping them or doing them any favors. But uh, they did issue a roadmap for updates and patches and stuff and content. Uh, so what it's and it, there's like a, a vague timeline here that doesn't actually have any months on it. They just got like uh, uh, lots of when they assume roughly uh, based on, you know, it's like, you know, in school and elementary school when they're trying to teach you like how to uh, segment like 10 and they just have you guess, you know, like, hey, how, how many uh, how many tenths is this? You know, they put a line somewhere. That's what this looks like. Um, so somewhere in 2021, is this already released? I don't know. No, we get a hotfix 1.04, and then somewhere later we get hotfix 1.05, and then somewhere later we get uh, hotfix hot 1.06. Oh, wait, then there's 2021. So those already released. We already got those, mm-hmm. okay? Then somewhere after 2021 is patch 1.1. So that's coming, but they don't know exactly when. It's just a dot on a on a line. Uh, then after that is patch one point two. Um, then there's a big long gap that says multiple updates and improvements. <laughs> after that, um, and somewhere in that long bar of updates and improvements is free DLCs. And towards the end, this is what the one that's been controversial. Towards the end of the line for 2021 says free next-gen console update. So that's the one that's kind of making people a little surprised and 
So, hey, when do you th- where do you think these dots are going to land, actually, in these time periods, uh, guys? Uh, and, you know, they did kind of announce that this these updates were coming later than anticipated and, and expected. Um, I'm guessing probably August or early September for the next-gen title update, if I was to make an assumption. Um, 3-Bit, since you were so disappointed on Twitter and uh, you were becoming a uh, troll online and um adding the developers <laughs> and um giving them, them a piece of your mind yeah uh, what do you what do you have to say about about this um yeah I, w- I was mostly disappointed about the uh the next gen update being so late like they it, it basically says towards the end of this year um is when it's coming and i i had the mindset that it was going to happen within like maybe next month. So um yeah that that was pretty disappointing to me because I I stopped playing certain segments of the game because I was like, oh okay, I beat the game, but I'm gonna wait to play some of the side missions because I want to at least experience the side missions in next gen. But it's starting to look like that's not gonna happen. Um so yeah, I was just disappointed by that, but it, it seems like they do need a lot of work on the game. Um, I personally didn't experience a lot of issues with the game. Uh, in, in fact, I didn't experience a lot of bugs with the game until after I beat it. Just so I had a, I had a pretty good experience, but people who who haven't. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just kind of sucky, <laughs> a sucky situation all around all around that they felt that they needed to release the game earlier um, and and sort of hide the progress for past-gen titles such as Xbox One and, and PS4. Um, uh, meanwhile, like, people on the Series X uh, and PS5 don't have as much issues but still has issues in terms of, like, the AI and, and, and certain um, aspects in the game. But, yeah, it's just kind of sucky. Um, and the fact that... Uh, they're putting all these patches. Um, they have their release dates for the patches, but then uh, DLC goes even before <laughs> the uh, actual next gen update. So before you you even get the next gen update, you get a DLC and and all this other stuff. So that 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 was like another nail in in, yeah. in my soul. So um, why like why would they worry about DLC content before actually getting the actual next gen version released you know yeah that that's that was like interesting to me because normally how i how i picture it is like you get the next gen update in there and then you patch on top of the next gen update but maybe they're doing it in a way where they patch the game patch the game and then put it i don't know so yeah i was, uh, I was just kind of disappointed about it yeah, it's, I mean, it's, at the end of the day, it's not a huge deal. To me, the game is still good, but like, it is kind of like, it kind of goes into the weird development of this game, uh, where you can see maybe some of the decision making that has caused some of these problems actually laid out in front of you on a roadmap right now. Um, because this decision making we're actually seeing on this timeline doesn't really make a lot of sense. Now, if they had, if they went through their whole development cycle with these same kind of mindsets, we kind of know why we're in the position where we're at now. Uh, but I do want to say, sense. I do want to say that, despite my disappointment, I had an amazing time with the game. I, yeah. I thought the game was like incredible <laughs> in terms of the story and, and uh, 
just the content that's already in the game. Some things are that are in the game I haven't seen before in an open world game. So I do want to give its credit there, uh, for sure. Um, yeah. It is like it's a great game for sure. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. How about you, Pong? Do you think the uh, there's anything to be upset about with this, or as a fan, or do you think it makes sense? Um, why do they do keep posting these? yellow newsletters <laughs> <laughs> you know me mav uh i love yeah. cyberpunk right so i'm over 150 hours uh yeah. love the game right but cdpr need to just shut up <laughs> and they just need yeah. to get this stuff done right obviously having the roadmap is nice and i understand why they want to do it and i understand why they did the apology They've got to cover their butts, right? So it's CYA. Uh, they've got possible lawsuits. They've got you know all this other stuff going on, and they want to show that they are doing their best, right? Uh, but to come out with a roadmap uh, and tell the next-gen people that are some of the main supporters of this game, right? So you've got PC, which it's running the best on if you've got the right PC, uh, but it's running the best on. And then you got next-gen consoles, which is the next best thing. And so we are some of the lucky ones who are supporting this game right now because we are part of the larger group that's actually buying the game because a lot of people have been scared off. So to push us all the way to the back um, doesn't make sense to me. I understand from a business standpoint what they're doing so first of all can we all just finally say how screwed up the old you know the last gen systems must be that they are that have need this much time to fix it right so it must be bad and they, i still can't believe they let it out the door this way um but obviously what they're going to try to do is patch the patch the old stuff so that it's actually in a playable state and then they're going to sweet talk everybody with a little bit of free DLC and they're going to get some good exposure for that, especially if the DLC is, you know, like the Witcher three uh, DLC and everybody loves it. Right. So now all of a sudden everybody from the last gen can play it. They're playing it. They get this little free candy drop, you know, Hey, come here. You know, we got something good for you. We want to show you, we really love you. So, you know, here you go. Here's some DLC and that's going to carry them through, um, you know, and, probably earn back some of that goodwill that they've lost up until you know the fall or early winter when they finally release the next gen patches and then everybody will be happy hopefully if everything goes as planned which we know <laughs> doesn't always happen um but again you know for me where i'm at love the game uh, you know it's my game of the generation so i beyond love it it's it's fantastic to me Bugs and all, not going to say it's perfect, it's not. Um, but I just wish they would get down to business and you know, personally, self, uh, you know, selfishly, I wish they were going to work on the next gen patches first and get those out as soon as possible. Yeah, I th that's I th where I'm at. I think a lot of people assume they already had been working on that patch yeah. and probably close to coming out, which I mean, I'm sure they have, but like you know, to for one thing to in the previous statement to come out and say, hey, we didn't pay enough attention to the last gen versions. And then now you're saying, okay, the next gen version is actually still not out yet. It's coming out next, late next year, but we didn't pay enough attention to the last gen version. The messaging is just all over the place. So they need, they need some help there. 
uh like like i said the game to me was was good anyway like uh but if you did have let's say an original xbox especially like the vcr xbox or you had like a regular ps4 uh and you saw all the advertising for this game you were probably disappointed and now um if you're thinking about getting a next gen console you're like okay well when do i get to play the game that i was promised right so that that's that's kind of where a lot of those people's mindsets are. What what do you think, Lupa? Like, uh, um, how how is have you played the Cyberpunk yet? I know you. I think you said you were waiting on it. Yeah, yeah. I put it on the back burner, waiting for the next gen patch. I'm a bit disappointed it's going to be so long now. Yeah, and it's not like Xbox has no games, is it? Yeah, <laughs> we've got plenty to play, so I'm not that worried. Um, I'm glad that. Uh, the boss took the reign like he should have done. Um, at least he didn't try and palm it off on his underlings or the devs. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm just hoping. I mean, a lot of people I've spoken to who have played the game on the Series X haven't had that much of a problem. I think it's mainly on the old gen consoles that they're having a problem. And I do feel sorry for them. There's a lot of children out there who saved up for that game. A lot of parents have saved up to bite for their child. Now their child can't play it because they haven't got a new console and it just stinks. Um, but CD Projekt Red released Witcher 3 with a lot of bugs and they sorted that out and now it's most people's game of the gen. And I think that they'll do the same with this. They'll sort it out. They'll get all their, their um, sticks in a line and... I'm just really, really angry that they're looking to bring out DLC, and I mean angry, before they bring out yeah. the next-gen patch and sort out the game as it stands. So Yeah, when I yeah, bought Cyberpunk, pretty... I didn't think it would be that far. <laughs> this, this, this is the same with me. I thought, uh, got the medium in January, probably get it in sort of March, April. That would suit me just fine, but now you've got to wait to the end of the year it's it's a bit of a a bit of a nasty turn of events because i do think that they should sort out the original game first before they even think about bringing out any dlc yeah but yeah just like pong said they will sweeten it up with some free dlc but you know that that's a bit of a slap in the gob i think yeah i uh I mean, I like I said, it, for all I think all of us here that have played it have had an enjoyable experience, and it's not really that big of an issue. But the excitement of getting to see that next gen stuff that we've been waiting for, it kind of it kind of does suck a little bit that it's going to be so long. But at the end of the day, we're still going to get to play a great game until then, and lots of other ones. Do you have anything to add about this, babe? Um, I actually have a question for three bit about it. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that the oh, um, patch will allow for running a train? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, maybe. <laughs> yeah, because I think those were that was a feature that was removed, is what you had said on your podcast, right? That that, that was a feature that was removed was a uh, uh, <sighs> running trains in Cyberpunk. You could run all the trains in Cyberpunk. <laughs> oh my god. When are you getting the tattoo, three bit? <laughs> you need a train tattoo. I'll put it. Uh, I'll put it right here. Oh wait, something's happening. Oh my again. God. What is this? <laughs> oh, who's that coming around the corner? 
Oh. <laughs> Alright, you go. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Oh, there he goes! Yay! I don't uh, see what you're doing. I, you have to watch the YouTube. I am. I don't see. <laughs> oh, you're not live yet, then. Yeah, see, it's delayed. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, we're just having fun with you, dude. Uh, so guys, uh, just a little <laughs> like Three Bit didn't understand a joke that on his on his uh, podcast the other day, um, and he actually read the question that I put in the chat like it was for real and it so it was the best it was pretty good so we've been messing with them all this week uh, this will probably be dead after this week but we just have to keep it going as long as possible okay you have to keep running running it on yeah, on yeah. it's gonna be yes. a running joke <laughs> running. <laughs> eventually this train will come to a stop and we'll uh, move on alright so all right, I think that's it for Cyberpunk and uh, messing with Three Bit. Um, we don't want to get have him get off at the next stop. So, um, <laughs> we're I think uh, we are entering a prime for gaming, especially Xbox coming in. And so, I just wanted to kind of go over that and uh, like with with this Indiana Jones thing. What baby? I was to read the topic. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, you do it. No, go. You're you're good. No, this will give me problems later in the house if you don't do it right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same as not pushing in the chair. Yes. <laughs> we are entering a prime for gaming and Xbox. Yes. So Ooh. we are. We are. If I, you know, just based on what I've been playing with the Series X, uh, the stuff that we can play from that's older, new, new, and what we have announced coming forward, um, video games in general are entering a prime that we have never experienced before. Um, A time of games that are going to be running better than they ever have before, looking better than they ever have before, um, to an experience that we have never really had um with these type of games and um with we keep getting these new game announcements xbox especially keeps making investments in in the studios and we there's rumors of even more coming um and with the news of the star wars game coming the indiana jones game coming plus all the stuff that we already know about um that's coming as well as xbox said that there's more stuff coming down that we and maybe even for 2021 that we don't know about um we are as gamers especially on Xbox right now in store for I think going to be the golden age, right? This will be the time that we look back on in the future and say console gaming was at its best at this time with experiences that we never uh, would have ever thought possible. And not just a few, there's gonna be a lot, especially also with game pass. So what are your guys thoughts at somebody go with this? Uh, like, do you, do you agree with that? Or do you think I'm like, you think I'm uh, living in the clouds? I agree with you. 1000% Mav. Uh, I was just actually thinking about this on my way home. I even forgot this was a topic tonight. Um, but seeing all the news come out and just thinking about 
And it's for all gamers. It's not just Xbox, but yes. Xbox is definitely going to be in there. But I mean, look at everybody right now with the year that happened last year, uh, the opportunities uh, for video games opened up uh, dramatically, right? Even more so. It was already a growing industry, but they overtook, you know, and obviously due to COVID, um, but they they actually grew beyond, you know, movies, TV, sports in a way that nobody predicted, right? They, they thought eventually, but, you know, I've seen a couple articles that said that, you know, this this last year pushed the video game industry two, three, five years ahead of schedule. So there is a lot of money, a lot of opportunity right now, and people are wanting in. And these game companies are seeing this. We're seeing, you know, a lot of purchases. Uh, you know, we're seeing all these companies try to gobble up and get as many developers and people working for them as possible to start putting out uh, content because that's going to be the key. Uh, we hear Sony. Sony doesn't have the studios that Microsoft now has. They put out incredible, you know, obviously they've got their formula. They put out incredible triple A's. But, you know, you heard Jim Ryan talking about uh, possibly, you know, moving to a shorter development period with smaller games, obviously still keeping the high quality. But they want to start pumping out more games because they know they're going to have to compete. And obviously they're going to come up with something like Game Pass in some way, shape, or form. I don't know if it's going to include day one, um, but they're going to come up with something. But they're going to need comp content because they're looking over at Microsoft right now. They know how many studios are there. They know how many people that Microsoft now employs uh, and are making games and how many teams are working on, on individual products uh, projects. So they know the tidal waves coming from Xbox, right? Sony is going to have... All of their big AAA franchises come out. Just depends how long it's going to take them. Uh, Nintendo is killing it right now. Uh, you know, I you know, again, Nintendo's not for me, but I respect what they do, and they are absolutely killing it. Um, so all of this growth means we gamers <laughs> are going to enjoy a golden age of gaming for sure. Uh, this generation is going to be long remembered if it continues the way it is now. And it doesn't look like it's going to slow down. You've just introduced who knows how many more millions of people to gaming over, you know, what's happened this past year. Um, it's gone mainstream. It already was mainstream. It's gone even more mainstream. Um, and so that just means we are going to reap the benefits as all these game companies are trying to push products, content into our hands and say, play here, play with us, buy our games. It, it, it's it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Anybody want to chime in on that? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think this year or, or last year was an interesting one because, you know, developers did have to figure out uh, different systems on how to deliver games to the players uh, underneath a uh, the COVID crisis, but I think with that, they also did learn um, the fact that a lot of gamers uh, are were stuck at home for one. <laughs> and uh, what do you do when you're stuck at home? You play games, uh, and I think uh, Xbox is in the position right now. What Pong was saying, Xbox is in the position where they have a lot of studios, and Sony is looking at that. And despite Jim uh, Ryan saying uh, we 
we believe in generations, but then you know they kind of contradict them that the, contradicted themselves over and over. Uh, but really, it seems like they're fi- Sony is figuring out what Microsoft is doing in in certain aspects, and that is content is king. And where uh, and, and Microsoft is 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 basically leading the future with Game Pass. It's kind of like the Netflix for games. And I think uh, once they get the ball rolling and all these studios uh, start pumping out game after game, two years, three years, it's going to be insane because they're not stopping. They're not going to stop buying studios just because like, oh, that's that should be a good enough number. Twenty three. That's pretty good. No, <laughs> that's not going to happen. They're, they're, they're still looking for studios. Um, in fact, like right after the Bethesda purchase, they said, yeah, we're not done buying studios. Um, because, uh, if, if you look at Phil's comments, he said, um, that we are not in the race against Sony anymore, but I think that can also inflect the, what the future is. We're not just going for console sales anymore. We're, we're going for much more than that. And that's why their main competitors isn't even sony it's google and amazon because google and amazon have tons of money and they have tons of potential to buy studios um they are trillion dollar billion dollar companies um and they're even though you can say like oh google whatever <laughs> they they just make the the crappy stadia or oh luna it just imagine if uh your favorite franchise is Assassin's Creed, like like Lupa, right? No, it's uh, dead. And, Assassin's or, Creed or is dead. dead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, imagine the dead franchise comes back and um and uh Amazon buys them, which they have already considered interest within Ubisoft. Then where are you most likely going to go? You're gonna check out Luna, right? So that's where content does matter, and that's where Xbox has known that for the past two, three years since they've been buying out studios um, very early on. We're just now starting to see the repercussions of of uh, what Phil's vision is, what the future of Xbox is, but not just Xbox. Uh, Nintendo has been doing great, um, like he was saying, and, and um, Sony knows that Xbox is sort of behind them making content. So that's only good things for us at the end of the day, because we are getting... Uh, the competition side of things, which probably means like what better deals for for games, um, more games. Um, so competition is only a good thing. And I, I think in the next few years, this is the golden age of gaming because we are close as close to PCs as ever before. Yeah, um, very true. This is the closest <laughs> to PCs we've ever been, especially when they start figuring out the kits properly, the RDNA 2 kits and, and, and how everything within um, RDNA 2 with VRS and all this, how, when, when they figure out everything about the kits within both systems, it's going to be even closer to PCs. So this is the golden age, uh, in my opinion, for sure, because of the technology that we're getting and also the future of services like Game Pass. Heck yeah, uh, uh, ditto. Uh, do you got anything to add, Loop, on that? Do you want to? Do you want to add something? Well, yeah. I mean, there's at least ten new IPs or two, two IPs and games come in 
10, sorry, and um, uh, like Everwild, Motorsport, you know, Horizon, there'll be a new Gears, I'm sure. And <clears throat> I watched um, a video, I don't know if I'm allowed to say who's, but like, there is like so much in the pipeline that we're not going to be lost as to some have something to play. And then you've got the third parties as well. Um, it's looking good, and it's a great time to be a gamer for sure. You talking about Colt's video? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, they have, there's a couple of good YouTubers out there, including Colt East, who's got some great videos about what's coming. Uh, I think God's Geeks also uh, just put one out. Um, yeah. Uh, for what's coming in the future in 2021, and it's just astounding. And it's astounding not just for what we know about. What's astounding is what we don't know about. Because if you compare this back to like 2013 at the beginning of the Xbox One generation, what we knew about was a small fraction of what we know about now. But we also know now there's a lot of stuff that we don't know about. I know I'm talking in circles right now, but it's just crazy. Like there's we there's so much stuff that they have in the works that's coming through the pipeline that we know exists. We know it exists. We just don't know what it is. And they keep alluding to this stuff. They keep they keep mentioning it. They keep saying, "Hey, a new project by this company. A new project by this company is in the works. A new a new game that's uh, and we see job listings and we see all this stuff. And we know it's all going to be in Game Pass, right? And to to think about where we are today with the console now. I know not everybody has a Series X or Series S yet, but you know. Two, three years down the line is what we're talking about right now, right? We're not necessarily talking about just this year. We're talking about then. And I'm hoping at least mo- at least most of us at, at that point will have one, right? Uh, because the, what we're playing on now, if you do have a Series X or Series S, is also astounding, right? Um, the performance that it puts out for being able to maintain 60 frames at the resolutions and stuff that it does is just... Like we've never had that before, and we have untapped potential. They're not even Unreal Engine Five is not out yet, right? Um, oh. That's probably the main engine that a lot of these games are going to be running on, um, as well as other new engines that we probably don't even know about, right? We we also have the um, new Halo engine that we haven't seen a hundred percent what it's going to be capable of yet. There's going to be a lot of stuff come. In this generation, that is going to, our minds are going to be blown because what I'm already playing, my mind is blown. And these consoles just came out. And what we know about is going to be insane. So uh, just wrap your heads around this, guys, and, and think back to where we were before. It's a different story. The, the pages have turned. It, it's a new chapter. Um,. And like you guys said, it's not just Xbox; it's gaming in general. Now we we hope that you know um, Nintendo. For me, for me personally, even though they're doing great, I hope they see the success that the PlayStation Five and the and the Xbox is going to be having with their models, and get back into console gaming as well as a at, for now. I know Switch is tech; you can say it's a console, but I, I want like a powerful Nintendo machine. You know. Which is um, going to have an advantage for sure because of the fact, uh, well, the next switch, 
because Nvidia is going to want to compete with AMD yeah. to some extent, so they're going to want to show that off. I'm I'm thinking, but yeah, and in just all of this together, it means better things for all of us and more good things. And you got to They got to keep up with the race. These companies. They got to they got to keep up, right? So if they're if you're not keeping up with the, with the pack, then you end up failing. And and Nintendo, Sony, Xbox, none of them want to fail. They all want to succeed and we're going to be the benefactors of all of this investment into gaming. So well said, and guys. And of course competition. Competition's good. Yes. That's why we don't want any of them exactly to fail. Exactly why we're here. We don't want any of these right. companies to fail. We enjoy playing all of these games. Um, what I, and what's your favorite favorite four game franchises that that you put in in the text, babe, earlier? It's like <laughs> Sonic, Sonic, Halo, um, The Sims, and Tetris. Right. So that's like you know games from different platforms, different publishers. Like like mine was like Elder Scrolls, Command and Conquer, Halo, and. Um, I don't even remember what I put for my fourth one, but I mean, we all put like different, we all varied, ha- have different varying things that we all love and, and play. And uh, that includes platforms as well. Right. So even though this is an Xbox podcast, doesn't mean we want like, PlayStation to fail. We don't want to talk trash about PlayStation. We don't want to talk trash about Nintendo, even though I do a little bit just cause I'm, I'm a little upset with them right now because I want a console. Um, that's just cause I want a console. I want the Nintendo games, right? Um, I put one. Do you want it? No, I I just sold my Switch. I I just don't think the Switch is a console. No, I mean I, I've, I've just been offered a PS5. Oh, you've been yeah. offered a PS5. In my DMs. Hmm. Take so maybe. Well, I mean, if it, if you, now maybe we'll see. I I'm probably gonna wait till Gran Turismo comes out. Yeah. That's what that's what my plan is. That um. We're not into next gen yet, are we? We're still in cross gen. Correctly, yeah. If it's amazing now, how amazing it's going to be in a year. Yeah, I think we're going to see a glimpse of next gen with the medium here coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. uh, later this month, the medium comes out. And I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter, uh, they, they put out the little uh, um, ray tracing video. Um, and that was pretty, uh, pretty interesting. And also, like the hey, hey, whoever is in charge of the marketing for that game right now with the trailers, bravo! Oh, that was a good trailer. Yeah, the, the fourteen the minute Marais. gameplay thing that they put out was was fire. And then the little ray tracing demo, the video they put out showing that off. And then that live action trailer. Uh, that live action trailer was one of the coolest things I've seen um in video games like as far as a trailer goes in a while i mean i think the only one that kind of i can compare it to is a hellblade 2 trailer that came out last last year at the game awards yeah that one um yeah i mean absolutely um amazing stuff there guys okay so uh do you want to tell everybody well hold on first um after the show we do this thing every 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 week where we we play some games now uh we've been sticking to the same game for a while now because uh, you guys seem to be having a blast with it and a lot of people want to play so hey again tonight after 
the podcast. We have Ultimate After Hours, uh, so please, anybody who's watching, uh, join us for a good time where we will all uh, slaughter, each, slaughter each other and uh, we'll do the teabagging and sword fighting and uh, play some interesting modes and <laughs> and 3-Bit will win every game and it's <laughs> And hey, it's a, hey. By the way, uh, guys, we did we played three bit li- last week um, after it was wrapping up six don't, on don't one. Bring don't bring this up. Don't. <laughs> six on one. Uh, okay, and I have the video. I'm holding it hostage. I want three bit to pay me two hundred dollars for the rights to this video. Um, a thousand. A thousand. Three bits gonna be on my Six team tonight. Versus one, and he slaughtered us. He slaughtered us. I mean, it wasn't even close, guys. Okay, so just putting that out there. But join us after the podcast, please. It'll be it'll be a fun time. I enjoy getting to know uh, some of you guys that we haven't talked to before. Uh, the last few weeks has been new people every week, and it's been absolutely amazing. Um, so hey, it has. C- come and come and join it. Come and join in the fun. Uh, all right, our gamer tags are also on the screen. If if you need to to write it down, or if you want to uh, plug it into your Xbox real quick, type it in. Um, all right, guys. Now, we, how do we end this show every week? Babe? With the Game Pass Game of the Week. That's right. Now we actually played some of this game. We started it. Uh, we didn't play enough of it yet. No, we didn't play enough of it yet. But we, we I've heard good things about it from several people and. Um. So I wanted to bring some attention to it. So what do you what do you think of? Tell me why. So far, we've played maybe about two hours, hour and a half or so. Play that long? I think so. Yeah, the time kind of melts away. For sure. Um, it's really pretty, and um, yeah, I just love playing games like this with you, like in bed at night. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> hey, I wasn't expecting <laughs> to go there, guys, but hey, uh, you know. Um, like, we'll play some more. We'll play some more tonight. Baby, tell me why. Hey, tell me why. <laughs> I don't like Mondays. <laughs> the Midway Monster in the chat says, that's hot. <laughs> also, hey, everyone in the chat, thank you for hanging out with us um, again tonight it's been absolutely a blast uh seeing i've been seeing the chat go off like crazy it's popping like fireworks just everybody having a great time great conversations i love it that's what all this is about it's about having fun that's why we do the kill it bit because we don't actually like want any of these game franchises to die it's just it's just fun to have this like stupid talk about making people Mm -hmm. uncomfortable you know i don't don't know you just like lupa mad yeah that's it well, that, that was a special one for Lupa this week. Yeah, three weeks in a row now. On my side. <laughs> but hey, and this is going to be the regular group, guys. So, uh, it, you know, if you don't like somebody, let me know. Send me a DM and I'll see if I can't get them off the show. <laughs> <laughs> Run them over with the train. But it, yeah, again, thank everyone wow. for hanging out in the chat. <laughs> Run them over with I the train. <laughs> did he just say that? Way. Yeah. Did. Yes, he did. <laughs> all right guys all right so um tell me why uh i enjoyed it also uh i took several screenshots of that game because especially like in the opening scene when you're going like uh across on the ferry 
you know, and you're just like looking at the mountains in Alaska in the background and they're having the conversation and stuff. It's like, it's a very beautiful game. Uh, you got a, uh, there's a deep personal story in there that's, you know, refreshing a little bit to kind of like, Hey, this is more of a, uh, intimate personal experience that you're getting to witness almost kind of what it feels like. It feels like you're peering into somebody's life almost. And kind of seeing what they're going through, and uh, it's kind of interesting to to play that experience instead of popping people's heads, you know, and and chainsawing people to death sometimes. So I wanted to uh, bring attention to this because I think it's important to have the varied experiences, and that's a good thing about Game Pass is that you do get these varied experiences. Has anybody else here played? Tell me why. Yes, I have. What do you think and about I've 100%ed it? Hundred percented it. Hundred percented it. Hmm. Is that hard to do, or I mean, do you have to like do multiple playthroughs, or? Uh, you need to do three playfuls. I've done uh, one and a bit at the moment, but there's there's about thirteen or fourteen different endings. Is not it is not worth doing, um, you know, all the endings because you'd be there forever. <laughs> but you know, leave it for a bit and go back to it, and then do a, a, make different choices. But the game is um, phenomenal in where it takes you. I'm not going to tell you because you two have only done a couple of hours. Yeah. Um, but it's very, very deep and it's very meaningful. And yes, it's very pretty. I think it 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 smoothly chugs along, if you like. And every decision you make is important. Yeah, I, I feel invested. You definitely are invested, and every every single decision you make will give you a different ending. Near enough. That's cool. That's that. I didn't know that actually. That has me even more intrigued. There's something. I think it's thirteen or fourteen. I can't remember exactly. You know, my memory's bad. But thirteen or fourteen different endings. I think it is. Wow. Did, did uh, you were three bitter pong? Did y'all play this game? Yeah, I played it. Uh, yeah, go ahead, 3-Bit. Yeah, I I played it for about the same amount of time you guys played it. So I'm actually like pretty interested in uh, finding out more about the ending. I, I'm liking uh, where the story is going. There's just so much to play. That's the thing about Game Pass. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I was definitely planning on getting back to it and uh, and uh, trying out what where wherever the story is going. I know I don't want to spoil anything because I don't know exactly where you guys are, but um, yeah, it, it's it's very good so far. Right on. What about you, Pong? Have you checked this game out yet? Uh, I checked out the first part of it. Uh, not my type of game, not my style of game. Um, so I tried it uh, to see if it was a story that I wanted to invest in, and it just didn't. It just didn't grab me at all. Um, so it looks great. Um, and the writing was, you know, uh, good. I mean, I, from, from the parts I played, uh, I can definitely see why people liked it, but just not for me. Well, that's <laughs> a, one of the good things about game pass is that you don't have to make that yep. <laughs> investment into buying a game to check it out. You know, like you can install it check it out. If it's not for you, move on. Do you have a different game pass game, uh, game that you want to shout out real quick? Uh, yeah. The one that just came out this week, uh, torchlight three. Uh love the Torchlight uh, franchise. If you guys like Diablo-style uh, looter uh, action RPG, uh, Torchlight, uh, all of them are fantastic. I was that's actually going to pop this one. Yeah, 
Torchlight 3 just really? came out on Game Pass on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. You need okay. to download it. Actually, if anybody wants to if anybody wants to hook up because we can do multi. Yeah. Yeah, because we can do multiplayer. So for sure. I'm only level on six so far. Yeah, yeah, awesome. I was gonna buy it and then uh I because I had played the other two on PS4. Uh so I was like, oh cool, and then I decided to hold off and sure enough it shows up in Game Pass. So it's amazing. I love it. Uh great graphics, really fun. Um, just a really good time. That's awesome. Yeah, I was looking to get that one too later. I got so much to play, it's unbelievable. Yeah, there's too much. There is. I can't it's, get there is. to them all. I've got and like five I downloaded this week and I still haven't got to one yet. And, like we were just talking about, we're just starting. Just yeah. wait until 2022, 2023. It's going to be, it, it's going to be insane. Get back. <laughs> and if you guys have been paying attention to any of my streams, you know, like, okay, so we got all this new stuff to play. But I've been like this past week. I I played Indiana Jones: Emperor's Tomb from like the original Xbox, and then I was playing uh, Battlefront Two. Right then, I, I was playing uh, Battlefield Five. Um, just, there's just like, and and these games, especially if you have a Series X. Like, I mean, it's just insane how good they play. I mean, absolutely, absolutely incredible. Um, you were you were playing. Uh, were you playing with this Pong on Battlefield? You were playing, weren't you? Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, jumped in. Yep. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was amazing. Say who streams fun. <laughs> Mav. Huh? <laughs> who streams? You didn't say who streams. You just said your stream. You need to tell them where to go. <laughs> oh, like where, where they can find the stream? Yeah. Right here on this YouTube channel. In fact, after this podcast... Uh, we the uh, ultimate after our hours will be streamed, so we're, we will go live with uh, Master Chief Collection, and you'll be able to hear everybody. Um, shout out to there's also uh, some other streamers in the chat as well. Uh, uh, Just Key, he was actually playing uh, uh, Battlefield Five with us as well. Um, so you can check out his YouTube channel, um, and it's it's a blast. I, I actually really enjoy streaming, so check it out on this channel uh, where you. Pretty much every night I'm streaming now because I'm playing games. <laughs> so if I'm playing games and I'm sitting here, like I'm just going to turn on the camera and go live. And it's a blast for all you guys that do come and hang out with me. Uh, I super appreciate it because it makes it more fun. Uh, I always appreciate gaming more when it's like a social experience, right? Uh, it's just a blast. And thank you for making the games more fun for me because that's ultimately what it's about. So all right, guys. Well, uh, anybody else have anything to add before we do the outros? Were there anything? No? Okay, cool. All right, so um, thank you, everybody, for watching. And I want to give a shout-out to everybody here that's on the panel. Um, our our Fab Five is, is what it's going to be now. Uh, so we'll, nice. we'll, we'll start with the, the train himself, 3-Bit. Uh, where can everybody find you? <laughs> Choo choo! Uh, everyone can follow me on Twitter. It's uh, the VGHD. Um, my YouTube is the Video Games HD, and uh, I'll be playing with them live and uh, getting my payback for the trains on, on Halo. <laughs> uh, and and also, um, I I'll be. I'm also on. Um, um, this podcast and a couple others coming up, uh, Dirt Griggities, uh, I think in a couple days. Nice. Um, 
but yeah, you, you guys can uh, follow me there. And uh, thank you guys for watching. Shout out to Cyber Gunter and shout out to Avish and Dreadpool, who are all uh, dropped by the chat. So you guys are awesome. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, hey, babe, where can everybody find uh, find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter at CaitlinX0615 and here with you on Fridays and then playing games afterwards. And antagonizing me if I don't push in a chair. <laughs> and making some bomb-ass food. She's a good cook. So thank you. Thank you for that also. It's my turn to cook, I think, next week. I think mm-hmm. I need to cook you something. We'll see how the weather is because I don't cook inside. <laughs> it's going to be raining all week next week. You already told me that. Yes, I'm out of it. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> Pong, where can everybody find find your uh, face that you have exposed to the world now? Well, that's exclusive to this channel so Heck far. Yeah, hey, so... I want you to make sure you give a shout out to that other uh, podcast that you are on because also it's a great podcast Absolutely. and you became a, uh, yes. a panel member there. So give a shout out to them as well as as uh, where people yep. can find Don't you. Worry. Don't worry. I was coming to that. So I obviously on Twitter, Pong Soul, follow me. I love you. Uh, chat, thank you all. Uh, you can also find me on Saturday nights on the Shop Podcast with PTK Blam, uh, Fuzzy, uh, and uh, Staggerilla. And uh, you can find me there, I believe, if I'm right, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard oh, yeah. Time. Yeah, and with this you, uh, tomorrow. <laughs> yes, that's right. Three bit is a guest this yeah, yeah, week. Yeah. I totally forgot about that. Absolutely, uh, it's going to be awesome, man. I can't wait. We'll have to talk about trains. <laughs> All yeah. the trains. Um, he, is pretty, <laughs> he is pretty forgettable sometimes. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yep. And Lupa, obviously, officially welcome to the panel. Awesome to have you here. I was glad that uh, I could be here for that announcement. And uh, this is a great group. Uh, and special. I can't forget this. Uh, before I wrap up, uh, tomorrow, Saturday, I am on with Indie Gamer, and we're going to talk a bunch of indie games. Uh, so that happens at, let me check my times, 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, 12 p.m. Pacific, or 8 p.m. UK. So uh, I'm going to be on that show. We're going to be talking indie games. It's going to be awesome. That's that's awesome, dude. Uh, so happy that you're getting to do all these podcasts now, and we're getting to hear it's your crazy. hear your thoughts <laughs> um, and, instead of just support because you got a lot of good points and thoughts to say, man. We we Thank love you. it. Um, I appreciate it. Now, the very special newest member of this podcast. Uh, we are so happy that you are part of the team and you want to be here every week. I, it's awesome. We were actually going to get to do another podcast together, Lupa, uh, but that one actually had been canceled, unfortunately. Uh, that was going to be by another YouTuber. But um, we have found our way together on this podcast still, um, and it makes me super happy. So uh, tell everybody where they can find you. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you to everybody in the chat. It's been a blast. As always, you're all good people, and I'm really glad you all turned out for us. I'm really grateful to be on the panel. It's great because I'm passionate about gaming, and I love gaming a lot. So, and, and I love you guys even more. You can find me at Assassin Looper on Twitter. You can find me on um, live gaming. Anytime anybody wants to hit me up to game if I'm free. 
And um, also this week you can catch me on Community Spotlight with Stubbs Gaming. Yes. All on my own. (laughs) So that should be fun. Ish. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. So, <laughs> no, it's a bit scary being on your own, but I'm going to give it a go. I'll do my best, and I hope I can answer everyone's questions. And um, and obviously, I'm going to be here every Friday on the Xbox Ultimate Podcast, which I'm really pleased about. Yay! So, I will use my catchphrase: I "Catch you all gaming, guys." <laughs> Catch you all gaming. Guys, that's what Wait, they, we that, should they, mention that three bit was on stubs. Yeah. So it, 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 you guys got to check was, out. Yeah. Go check it out. It was really good. Their life together. Go watch that. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it out the way it wants to go on. Three, three bits like the guy you always like when you're when you're like, uh, you know, in your mid 30s or whatever. And you're like, if only I had done that at that age, if only I had done that. You know, then maybe things would have turned out differently. Well, he's the one that actually did it, guys. He's he's that guy. He's he's the one that followed his dreams and his passion, and he's involved in so much stuff. And I, I admire yeah. that about you, dude. That is amazing. Um, so congratulations on all of your success, especially at the young age of sixteen. Uh, it's incredible. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh. You know, it's awesome. Uh, super, and I'm super happy again that you actually are, are part of this as well. We have so two of us have gonna have been uh, interviewed by the one and only Stubbs Gaming. That's incredible. So next, uh, it's gonna be Pong probably. I, I, I'm predicting it's gonna be. It's a prediction. Keep your eyes open. Um, and I feel silly asking <laughs> this, guys, know. but hey, if 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 you feel fancy to it, uh, like, share, and subscribe. You know? Okay. Anyway. All right. Have a good one, guys. Take it easy. Thank you so, so much. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Later, guys. Have a great weekend. Love you guys.